0: Wakey-wakey
1: with, with Gabe, Gabe and Becky. Becky. Hi, I'm Becky, your 15 West Community Coordinator.
0: And I'm Gabriel, the Community Coordinator for the Hill Houses and Colonial.
1: You are listening to our Residence Life podcast, where we discuss all the need-to-know info about the upper-class area.
0: Each month, we'll be chatting about a new topic and keeping you in the loop of all things Res Light. Keep listening for the inside scoop, and remember to... Stay, stay Curious! curious.
1: Welcome back to episode two. Thank you for joining us again on our podcast.
0: I'm so glad to be here again. I think the first one was awesome. The raving reviews are coming in hot. Spotify has called us for brand deals. We're sweeping the nation. Wakey wakey east coast to west coast. Yes.
1: We are officially famous. I'm excited to be here again, too. Today, our topic is going to be change.
0: Yes. Thinking about fall, lots of different things happening. The leaves
1: are changing. We are are changing.
0: Well, changing outside and inside. Amazing. Before we jump into the main topic today, we always like to start talking about food, what we've had for breakfast and things, um, coffee choices today. You can hear. We got our iced coffee. In the spirit of Halloween, having the pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks, chef's kiss. So good.
1: So good. We also always talk about, as you said, our breakfast, but given that it's spooky season, Mm. what is your favorite Halloween candy?
0: Halloween candy? Oh, okay. My favorite favorite candy is probably Twizzlers, but I feel like you don't really get those when you go trick-or-treating because they're not small. But I feel like it's got to be something classic then, like Kit Kat, a nice crunch. You get two. Amazing. What about you?
1: Well, as we usually do, <laughs> I was going to say Kit Kat. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kit Kats are my favorite. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's really good. It's shareable, too. You know, I wish yes. I had one. It's like a Kit Kat ad. I wish Just I had click. one that we could break, <laughs> you know, to add to our ASMR. But, um, yeah, definitely Kit Kat for me as well. Speaking of Halloween, you know what's scary? What? Change. (laughs) Yeah, change is really scary. Um, And it's still Mm -hmm. the beginning of the semester. Mm -hmm. Change can be really challenging for a lot of reasons, right? Um, Maybe this year you're an upper class student now. Um, The semester schedule might be different. There are new things happening in your life. Also, sometimes change is something that we choose, and sometimes it's something that we don't choose. And that can be really difficult when Mm -hmm. it's a choice that we haven't made for ourselves. Yeah. Other potential changes. Schedule changes. Major. You're in a new major if you're a sophomore. New friends. COVID was really difficult. Um, maybe mm-hmm. you're making some new friends this year. Physical changes might be happening for you. Your class schedule, as we said before. Um, and just being back on campus is a big change. Again, with COVID last year, might be your first time on campus again in a while. So some big changes happening and again, spooky season, change is really scary.
0: Um you it might is, also oh it is scary, but it's also it can also be really exciting. It is and like there's a newness to it, right? We're forging our own paths, we're picking new adventures for ourselves, and it's an opportunity to make some really great adjustments in your life as well. Yes, change is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Um you also might be feeling anxious i don't know about you but i get anxious yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um for future changes Mm -hmm. so if you're a Mm -hmm. senior thinking about next year um and all the changes that might happen for you so it can be a lot to think about and so today we want to talk about how to kind of take care of yourself um so you can set those practices into habits so that you can be it's a skill, right? Be better at managing change. Um, Mm -hmm. Change is inevitable. And we want to help you practice that skill now while you're here in college. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking about the future, setting up those skills now will help you um, better adjust to change in the future.
0: Yeah. With all of these resources and other forms of support with you here now and you know, as you're saying, thinking about what that looks like once you transition out of that, when you might not have those same support systems, just to set yourself up for success. Yeah. In thinking about how change works, did you know it takes three to six months for new behaviors to become habits?
1: I didn't know.
0: So as change happens, right, when there's that initial change that occurs somebody count how many times we say change in this podcast, <laughs> in this podcast,
1: <laughs> like and comment below, <laughs> right? We
0: need like a little counter at the bottom a ding or something. Uh, when new change happens and you start to implement new habits or strategies in managing that change, it can take up to six months for those to become a routine and to really feel comfortable in those. Uh, yeah. so we want to talk about some tips in, in managing that change as you think about different things that are happening. Right. And it's really important to know that This conversation and what we're trying to to work with you all on is that change and managing change is not learning about how to stop it. It's more about um, working at becoming better at the skill of change, because it is a skill, just like any other thing that you would do. And it takes time, right? The commitment to the practice of a new habit. And one of the biggest ways and easiest ways to start that is small. It's five to 10 minutes a day of visualizing what this new change looks like for you and taking those initial steps to then make it into a larger habit right so taking some time each day to really sit with yourself and think about it again only maybe five to ten minutes and after a few months a few weeks you'll start to see those changes um, become just part of your routine and who you are
1: yeah i also love to think about it i think people are really hard on themselves if you were trying to train for a marathon you would not wake up one morning and run, you know,
0: 15 miles, Fifteen <laughs> miles.
1: it would take time, you know, yeah. those five to 10 minutes every day. And maybe that gets longer. And so I think, um, as you were saying, if you want to see that long term change and have these change be habits like you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, just like running or any other thing, it takes practice.
0: And it's okay. I feel like in when we're at an institution with students mm. who are so passionate about so many things and who want to excel, we feel this pressure to Immediately be good, you can't see my air quotes, (laughs) good at something (laughs) right away, right? Right. But you know, the first step in like excelling at something is is being bad bad at it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We don't know what the thing is that you might be trying to change Mm -hmm. or the change that may be occurring in your life, but we can tell you some best practices or approaches to take with any change that's happening. Yeah. Um, The most important part is allowing yourself to just take the time, be kind to yourself through this process. Um, When change is a choice, it might be a habit that you're trying to build, like if you're learning how to knit or we talked about running, any habit, um, that might be a choice that you're making and a change that you're trying to instill. But when change is inflicted upon you, while it might be something that's good for you or the best thing to be happening, it can be really jarring and that's when the practice actually becomes more about self-care and wellness. Right. So whether the change is something that you've chosen or something that is happening to you, people tend to stop the practice mm-hmm. of change because it's yeah. really difficult.
0: I'm really glad that you brought up that distinction because I feel like we don't always think about change mm-hmm. that way of like exactly as you're saying, sometimes it's something that we choose, something it's, that just happens to us. And depending on the type will lead to different management wellness techniques for it, too. I, that's a really great point.
1: Right. And I think the practice is difficult either way. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely – there's different kinds. There's different kinds of change that happen. Um, so we have some practices and things that we think – whether – again, we don't know what skill you might – if it's a skill or a change that you're trying to make, we don't know what that is. But some good practices to help yourself – stick with the change whether you're being forced to or not um Mm -hmm. are some kind of like self-care and wellness things um so the first one is positive self-talk this is really important so
0: important in so many aspects of your life but especially when there's you know change whether small or large that's occurring uh, that just the way that you're speaking to yourself about your process through it
1: and like you were talking about i think at RISD, and i struggle with it as well There's, like, high expectations Mm -hmm. um, for success, and it's about redefining what success is.
0: Whoa. Yeah. I I read a quote about success, Mm. and it is, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Wow. I think that's a really great way to think about it. Um, We've just redefined success. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) But you're right. Like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we we want to succeed, Mm. and we want to be a part of this amazing community, um, and it's all – it, it comes from a good place, I think, but yeah. wanting to just manage that in, in healthy ways is so important.
1: Yeah. And we'll talk about mantras later, but you're enough, right? Yes. As you are you. in the process of change. Yeah. Tears. Tears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get emotional on this podcast, um, but you're enough, right? And that's a part of positive self-talk is mm-hmm. just redefining success, yeah. learning some mantras to um, realize that you really are enough, whether you have... Um, made change a habit or if you're in the process of change during every aspect of the process you are enough
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um other skills that are helpful journaling love to journal sometimes when you can't talk to people or it's just you know you can't talk to somebody whether that be because you don't want to talk to them or you just can't (laughs) um journaling can be really helpful
0: yeah get your thoughts out
1: yes um meditation not for everybody but meditation can work for some some people something fun Do a hobby, you know, take a break, give a mental break, do something. What's your hobby?
0: Oh my gosh. My hobby. I love playing games. Like I love board games so I can, you know, get with somebody and just do something fun like that. And low stakes is always really helpful for me.
1: Yes. Love that. Another hobby that we have on here, early cooking. Cooking's a great one. Um, so disassociation (laughs) is another one. (laughs) Disassociation is good in small amounts. It's important to, you know, step away from things. um, But in terms of fully disassociating, small amounts.
0: That's a good point, too, as we're talking about change, because it can feel all encompassing. And it takes a lot of time and like mental, physical energy when when you're managing and processing through that. But also, if you're able to, right, it can be helpful to step away from it and just do something else for a little bit to reset your, your mental energy from it.
1: Yes. Really good. Um, therapy, therapy and Mm -hmm. caps is also go to caps, make an appointment, make an appointment.
0: (laughs) They're great. Stop the
1: podcast. Walk there now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're really, they are really great. Um, so therapy is a really great one. Sometimes just having that third party perspective, um, you know, and me and Gabriel are always available as well, right? Of course. Come to our office. We'll be, you know, your third party to listen. Um,
0: Similar to the journaling, just mm-hmm. like verbally, uh, that helps me too. Of same. just like, even if I'm not seeking advice per se, but just talking to somebody about it can be helpful because you'll say something and then you'll be like, oh, what the heck? I didn't you know, even realize yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. I, I'm the same way. Um, it can be really helpful. Buy yourself a coffee.
0: <laughs> Again. Again,
1: ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> Um, Or tea if you're anxious, whatever, a nice drink, something soothing. Um, And that brings us also to the nervous system. So focusing on things that will calm your nervous system is a huge one. Um,
0: As you think about, like, the mental changes that mm, have physical mm. manifestations of it, and how are you managing those kind of neurological changes that are occurring?
1: Tapping. Uh, People don't know about tapping. (laughs) I do tapping all the time. Literally tapping your chest can help you get back into your body. Um, Laying on the floor. So you can also do these things at the same time if you're really – feeling physical manifestations <laughs> or changes.
0: Becky loves tapping. It's on the list twice. So.
1: <laughs> um, did I put it on yeah. there twice? Uh, I do really love tapping.
0: It is. And it, it's like such a small thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we need like a video because you can't see us. We're like tapping yes. ourselves right now. Check <laughs> out. <laughs> it really is just like a way to check in with yourself. So definitely look into that.
1: Yes. Tapping. Come talk to me about it. <laughs> I'm clearly obsessed. <laughs> Laying on the floor is really good. Gravity is heavy, y'all. Mm. Gravity is heavy. And I um say lay on the floor all the time but really five minutes a day that could be your five to ten minute practice of of change turning into a habit is just laying on the floor and calming your nervous system down Mm um breathing exercises or just breathing like should we take a breath right now
0: right everybody here we go i feel better i do amazing (laughs) really good
1: Um, yeah, so that's a good one. Taking five minutes to drink a glass of water. Take a, Mm. take something that is already like a life habit that you have and break it down. Right. You'll feel so successful. Mm. We all know how to drink water. Take five minutes to drink your water and really like savor that moment.
0: And that's a good point too, in terms of celebrating
1: Mm. the small
0: successes throughout this process. Right. And something that may seem again, like air quotes, small is a step in the right direction and being proud of yourself and it's okay I think this is a whole other conversation but Mm. being proud of yourself and celebrating yourself and your experiences is such an important part of managing change too and it's it's okay to be like I did this and to share that with people you love um, can be a really great way to then see that progress that you're that you're going through.
1: Yes, a hundred percent and it's inspiring to others as well. Mm-hmm. and people who are really people that are for you will be happy for you no matter how small that is. Yeah um, so yes, share those things, be proud. Other things that are helpful going for a walk, stretching, taking rest, lay mm-hmm. under a weighted blanket, take a little nap, a weighted blanket if you have uh, a pet or an animal that is comforting to you, mm-hmm. snuggle with that animal um
0: stuffed animals stuffed animals blankets a pillow
1: yeah Yeah, just take a five to ten minutes to really rest or maybe longer if you need right dancing I love dance therapy (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big dance therapy person it's you know we don't dance enough we really don't it's such a great way to literally release Again, a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. A different podcast I could talk about. It. I'm, like, moving my body right now. I'm, like, dance. But dancing is a really great way to literally release trauma from your body because mm-hmm. a lot of times we physically hold things um, in our bodies. And so dancing and singing as well is another great way yeah. to let that energy out. Mm. Crying is another good one. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Uh, oh, do you cry, Gabriel?
0: Not enough. Not enough. Honestly, yeah. no. And And – Yes, I feel like it's there's still such a stigma around crying. Yeah, um,
1: another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: but it's okay, right? Not that you yeah. need our permission. Right. But to just, like, physically release, you yeah. know, what's happening inside can be so, like, cathartic. And chemically, really, yeah. yeah,
1: chemically it, it releases... Things in your brain, chemicals in your brain. (laughs) I'm not a neuroscience person, but like I know enough to know that chemically after crying, you have more clarity and you've released, you know, to like toxins for lack of a better word from your brain to give you mental space as well and physical, Mm -hmm. physical um, wellness. And so Mm -hmm. self-touching is another one or hugging. So if you can't give somebody a hug, you can actually hug yourself. And there's been studies that show that hugging yourself um I'm like hugging myself right now <laughs> i We really do need a video camera yeah. um, <laughs> Hugging yourself is can have some of the same benefits as giving someone a hug, but you actually need eight hugs a day to survive and twelve to thrive. No. i don 't get enough hugs no. when I learned that a couple of years ago, I was in shock um, you know we often talk about you know I think especially in American culture and in the u s Western ideas. Um, about like independence and I think Mm. there's actually a lot of physical independence that comes with that as well Um, but hugging and co-regulating look up (laughs) co-regulation is actually a really really important part that all humans need and I think we think that we're not strong by needing those things but Mm. the reality is is that we do and that's normal okay and necessary
0: I don't know if you felt like this but especially in the times of COVID I will have these Mm. experiences where I'm like it's been you know x amount of hours and i haven't touched anyone you know what i mean or like been close to somebody yeah um because we're telling people to be apart but how are we still finding time for those you know just a a chance to like connect with somebody um in that way like physically holding hands you know hug hugging yourself all that is i think we have to take an extra step because of the current times that we're into
1: yeah very true so stop what you're doing right now and go hug someone. Go, find <laughs> go right now. <laughs> find someone, give them a hug. Uh, so that was a lot of things, you know, um, that we listed of just things that are really necessary as a part of change because change is really mm-hmm. difficult on our minds, on our bodies, um, on our whole systems, on our lives. And so incorporating some of those things are really necessary in the process of yeah. change whether it's something that you are choosing to do or is happening to you incorporate these things in that five to ten minutes or maybe that yeah. is the practice of change, is just accepting that something happened in your life that changed and doing these things um are going to help us be successful um redefining That's success redefin- success <laughs> success in whatever way you want that to look but these things are going to help
0: and as we were talking about it's going to feel weird to Mm. do you know to implement these things into your life because it's just not part of your routine and your habits and so as you're you know incorporating dancing or singing or um you know tapping breathing it's going to be weird and you have to be really intentional about it and then after a while it just becomes what you do
1: yeah
0: we talked about positive self-talk at the beginning of that that conversation um a component of that is like mantras so like What is a mantra? Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like, Becky?
1: A mantra, similar to turning change into a habit, a mantra is something that is a consistent phrase or statement that you use to create um, awareness, Mm -hmm. or it can also be used to create boundaries, or to help yourself believe something. Um, So when we're having a difficult time believing something, when we're having a difficult time asserting boundaries in our life, when we're having a difficult time um, incorporating change, um, transitioning with change, these mantras are things that we say repeatedly and using the same language teaches our brain to believe it. Um, And so they can be really, really helpful Mm -hmm. when change is happening.
0: Yeah. So some mantras that we have um, found in terms of thinking about change, the first one is, I don't chase, I attract.
1: I love that mantra. I've been using it right now. Some of you may have may seen it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> there is a TikTok audio that goes with this, but it's I have found success with this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Other ones, again, just positive self-talk. I am worthy of love. I am enough. Throughout this whole process, you are worthy. You are enough. You deserve all of these things um, in terms of like the success and happiness in your life and whatever you're doing right now, is enough for where you're supposed to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, other ones, I'm capable of doing hard things. Change can be tough and difficult, and you're capable of doing it, which also relates to one of my favorite ones, this too shall pass, right? Knowing that these things that are happening will, right, right now it feels really heavy and really uh, all-encompassing, and it will pass.
1: Yeah, I think that one's also really good for emotions. When we're feeling mm. emotionally heightened, mm. we have to remember that there's always a peak with emotions and then they pass. Yeah, um, They are never for forever. And so I find if I'm really emotionally triggered or um, feeling really deep in my emotions, that's a really powerful thing. And sometimes it can be helpful to remind myself, like this will pass mm-hmm. and I just need to kind of get over that hump.
0: Yes, it's not, it, it can be, in saying this will pass, it may not be that the change will pass. Right. Because that could be something that's permanent in your life. But as you're saying, the relationship to that change yes will change. Well, Get meta about it. Really meta. <laughs> um, other ones, I give my spell I give myself space, time to grow. Mm-hmm.
1: I give myself space and time to grow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, that one's that one's like kind of like a two-part because it's like, you know, I'm giving myself self space but also time. And that's like mm. so necessary is that sometimes we're like, why is this not happening? <laughs> Cause it takes time and our brains and our bodies wanna move more quickly than life allows.
0: Yeah. And then the last ones, I give myself permission to heal. And I feel like this last one is most important. I am mm. I'm safe, right? Especially here at RISD when you're surrounded by such an amazing community of peers and student support systems. This is a safe space for you to experience those things. You know, as we were talking about earlier, we have a lot of additional resources on campus. Myself and Becky are here to help process you through these things, um, and just just to listen or to provide other forms of support too. But this is this is a safe space, and you are safe in in able to do all these things.
1: Yeah, you're safe here. You're safe with yourself. You're not alone. Um, Yeah, all really great mantras. And so all the things that we've talked about, these things, some of them will work for you. Some of them Mm -hmm. will not. You may have heard us saying these mantras. Something may have resonated with you. Other ones may not have landed. Um, Use what works for you and know that it will take time and Mm -hmm. practice. Um, So, again, be patient with yourself. Incorporate these things and reach out to your community to gain support for any process of change that you might be going through. Yeah.
0: And these things, you know, may not work for everyone. As you're saying, you'll find the ones that work best for you. And so at the list that we went over, if you find that none of those work best, it Mm. doesn't mean, again, that you have failed. It just means that you're continuing. It's new information, right? That you're getting about yourself and how you manage change. And you'll find what works best for you um, and your body.
1: Yeah. And you can't fail if you're trying.
0: Exactly. Gosh, thank you. I feel (laughs) like you were just speaking directly to me. (laughs) I speaking directly
1: to you, to all all of us, right? Yes, but you you cannot fail if you're trying, so.
0: Um, Again, thinking about change, we're changing topics. (laughs) We're jumping into some exciting things that are happening for fall programs. um, As you all think about maybe taking a break or just wanting to spend time with us, with your RAs, with your peers, it's going to be so much fun. There's a lot of exciting programs that are happening As always, plug involved.risd.edu for upcoming things. The first one is next week, uh, Fall Fest, October 14th, 5 p.m. in the Upper Quad. Res Life and Dining are putting together this event. We're going to have all the traditional fall snacks, popcorn, pumpkins. We'll have fun games, pumpkin painting, ring toss, pin the tail on the donkey, all that kind of thing And then we will have some raffles for some exciting prizes. Stay tuned. Stay curious curious. for what those are. But come and you'll be entered in to win um, some of those exciting prizes as well. So we look forward to seeing you all there. And then we're going also on October 17th, Sunday, at 9 a.m. apple picking uh, with the upper class area. It's a longstanding tradition, especially for folks in colonial apartments. So we're going to be leaving from RISD at 9 a.m. And we're meeting um, behind 15 West on Fulton Street. We'll have two buses there. You can't miss us. If you're interested in doing apple picking, again, check out Involved. We have a sign-up sheet there for ways to get free entrance into the orchard. Um, and so just make sure you're checking that out for something upcoming. We're excited to do that. Apple picking, so much fun. So much fun.
1: Haunted house.
0: Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Our other event that's happening, um, in the upper class area in October is the Haunted House Spooky Thursday, October 21st, 8 PM car house, Mm. be there, get scared. It's going to be really fun. I'm super excited about it. I'm a big Halloween fan, Haunted House fan. So come join the Haunted House. Bring your friends. Walk through. We'll have a little candy at the end. It's going to be a really, really fun time. So come get scared. Stay curious (laughs) about the Haunted House Thursday, October 21st at 8 p.m.
0: Yes, that's going to be so great. I know the RAs are excited about it. We've got some tricks up our sleeves. We do. Mm, Can't wait
1: cannot wait (laughs) so thanks so much for listening again for our second episode chatting with us about change come to our events this month and we are excited to see you again next episode
0: awesome see you all next month bye bye
1: (laughs) thanks for listening to the inside scoop and as always stay stay curious. curious